ladies, gents, two guys on phone. Our first sting bit, I think. English really? in New York. Yeah, we've, we've done the police. So oh, yeah, I thought we never did sting on it. I don't think. I don't think oh, we've we done had. any solo uh, songs by him. Always Russians. Is that sting or police? I'm, um, maybe that's sting. I feel like, but mm-hmm. either way. Either way. This is him by himself. Englishman in New York. I prefer him with the police than by himself. Yeah, um, it turns out uh, he wrote it for a friend. He said, I wrote it for a friend of mine who moved from London to New York in his early 70s. So not in these 70s, but in his 70s. Uh-huh. Who moves to New York in their 70s? I don't know. It's a little old to be moving. It's a lot of work. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what so are you hoping to get out of it? are dying in their 70s. Well, yeah. and if you're not dying, at least you're you're kind of settled somewhere. Mm. You're not going to undertake like a move, not only to a different city, but a different country. Different continent. A different continent. And Trans- it's also move. super expensive mm. and kind of hectic. Yeah, it's not where you want to spend then. your 70s. Ooh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to live to out. New York City. You know, yeah, live out the golden years in, in New York City. Yeah, nobody's In a tiny that. apartment because that's all I uh, can afford. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he actually said uh, he, he rented a small apartment yeah. uh, at a time in his life when most people have to settle, uh, settle down. Uh, he once told me over dinner that he looked forward to, receive, to receiving his naturali- naturalization papers. So that he could commit a crime and not be deported. Oh. Wait, so he'd rather... So if you commit a crime, the worst thing he th- think could, ha- could happen would be to be deported back to England. So he w- he prefers a U.S. prison yeah, in New York, like Rikers Island or something. Oh, that's horrible. New York prison as a 70-year-old like English Rikers man. Island is a jail, actually. Okay. So, uh, no, I did not. But either way, he would prefer that over just being Simple. free in England. Yeah, well, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I I think he has a you know romanticized uh, image of uh, what American prisons are like. Mm. But uh, so he he wants his papers so that he can commit a crime and not be deported. Mm. What what a stupid stupid reason. Yeah. So did, so you're gonna spend the rest of your life in a U.S. prison where you also get a lot of higher sentences, by the way. Mm. So you spend your dying years in a U.S. prison. That's how much he hated it. At least the cell would probably be about comparable in size to the apartment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then what kind of crime? But also, who, whoever did that ever take place? What kind of what kind of conversations are these? Didn't take no, place. of course it no, didn't. It's very pretentious. I asked anxiously, um, "What kind of crime?" And he says, "Oh, something glamorous, non-violent, with a dash of style." Mm. These people talk like they're like they like caricatures and characters and some sort like, of yeah, horrible one hundred and one Dalmatians yeah. or something like that. What kind of crime? I asked. Oh, something glamorous, nonviolent, <sighs> with a dash of style. Who who talks like that? <sighs> like between friends, assholes. Yeah, uh, pretentious assholes. It also didn't actually happen. And what do you mean, something glamorous <laughs> with a dash of style? And then because crime is so rarely glamor- glamorous these days. Mm. In the late eighties, rob like a like a Tiffany's or something. Yeah, like what what kind of crime are you even thinking about? It has to be glamorous. So so you don't even do it for any purpose. It's just because you want. A he wants to, he wants a glamorous on crime your repertoire. on your yeah on his resume. <laughs> that he he's not even getting anything out of it. He yeah. just wants to commit a glamorous crime with a dash of style. So he's like. He has a top hat on yeah, while he's yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because crime is so rarely gla- glamorous these days. That's like... Um, That's the biggest issue. Like, crime in... This is in the 80s, the late 80s in New York. Yeah. Pretty high crime area. Worst, 
places to be in the late 80s was New York. Right? Yeah, of course, in terms of crime. But yeah. he, he says the problem is not the, the high crime. That's fine. It's just it's not glamorous enough. Yeah, it, needs a, it, it needs some, some style. It's a little, a too, urban. Style. A little, it's a little too, too urban, the crime. It needs a little sophistication. Mm, but mm, also, like, when, uh, when was it ever better? Like in the, in the 50s? Like when, it's what? like John Wilkes Booth. He, when he shot Abe Lincoln, he like yeah. jumped down onto the stage because it was supposed to be like glamorous. Yeah. Like he was trying to showboat, but he like <laughs> broke his ankle or something. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah, someone help! Ah! 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 ah. Limps off stage. Ah! <laughs> like like a family. Like family. Like, like Peter. Ah! <laughs> ah! ah. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know what what time period he's referring to, and like like mafia movie. Like again, he has a completely distorted view of reality. Yeah, like the Godfather. What like, a fucking yeah, they were idiot. shooting people, but they yeah. they did it when they were well they did dressed. It when they were well dressed, and then it's they had bow ties. Yeah, on, but it's tuxedos. also non-violent. So what mm. what crime is he even thinking thinking of? I don't know. Like some white collar crime, but you're seventy. You're in your seventies. We don't even know if he's seventy. He's in his seventies. Could be seventy-eight. It could be. Oh, no, it's his early seventies. Oh, so, okay. but 72. that also seventy-two. So, then you're gonna commit crimes and spend your last years in a fucking U.S. prison yeah. in New York. Yeah, <laughs> with, with, with all, all those, with with those non glamorous people. Exactly, offenders. with all those non glamorous people. Uh, but also, what kind of a stupid conversation? And then not, only, not only do they have the conversation, that's what the whole song Sting is about. Writes a whole Sting song. writes a whole song about it. Oh. Englishman in New York about, about his friend who, whose name is Quentin Crisp. <laughs> Quentin Crisp. You ever Quentin uh, Crisp. Is he, uh, he's a writer. You ever he's read a British writer. No, I've never heard of him, to be honest. Mm. But if he writes the way he talks, I prefer to keep it that way. Yeah. But anyway, let, let's hear what Stig has to say about, about Quentin. <laughs> Quentin. He's going to be going Chris. to San Quentin, more like. San Quentin. <laughs> Except that's in California. So it doesn't. It's still. Just like Rikers in Jail doesn't fit the, the narrative. Still we have up. to be, be still accurate. Shut up. Still works. Uh, it's like the, why would the, if you commit a crime in New York, they won't send you to California. Right, that's true. Anyway, there we go. They might. They never know. He, he could be his thing. He could be. He could be such a famous writer that he, he would be in danger in New York, and then have to send him where nobody knows him. Yeah, like like California. Yeah. Because all the people in New York read this book. We, read this book. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. I'm an Englishman in New York. I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. I'm an Englishman in New York. A lot of people think this is really good music and it's like profound. I used to like Sting too. The police. Yeah. I mean, I. Not because I thought they were profound, but I just thought it was, it was yeah, it was good music, like sensitive music and stuff. No, but it's, 
Oh. <laughs> it's about Quentin Crisp. Oh, no. All right. Take it's it away, horrible. man. Take it away, man. Okay, horrible. save it for the radio. Oh, no, we don't do the radio anymore. Uh, I we guess will on this one. Yeah. This is the, well, we just did. That's true. Uh, I don't drink coffee. I'll take tea, my dear. I like my toast done on one side. And you can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. All right, so he doesn't mm. drink t- coffee. He drinks tea. Yeah, because Brits drink tea. Also probably drink coffee. Though, they also drink coffee, yeah. I would imagine. But he's telling this to the waitress probably, right? My dear... I'll take Maybe. tea, my dear. I like my toast done on one side. I don't know what that means. Is that but... is that a but no? Toast. If you toast it, you put it in a toaster. It automatically does on two sides. Who toasts what? on one? So one what? side is is white and fluffy, and the other side yeah, has toast. I've, vibes I've on. never heard of that. I've never seen that. It's also yeah. Like if you put it in a toaster, how do you toaster? I don't even know. Toaster. <laughs> and you can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman, and yeah, okay, like you're British. Yeah, you're yeah. British, but what British what is the deeper meaning? Okay, so you are a, a Brit and that lives in, uh, that now lives in New York, or mm. sings sings about from his perspective that he lives in New York now. And the most interesting thing he has to say it's stuff about him, not about New York. No. He says, oh, I have a different accent. Oh, I, I like to drink tea. I like my toast on one side. Why is he Who gives a shit to the waitress? Who she doesn't care? No, but it's more like, yeah, to us. Uh, but what kind of stupid message? Like, that's what you've come away with? Uh, like, okay, so that's you're... That's what Sting you're, has to say about his friend, though. Too. Yes, Sting says it about his friend. Yeah. But, like, who gives a shit? Like, there's millions of immigrants in New York. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and you have different customs and different habits and you sound differently. Okay, so what? Like, mm. what is your... What is your point here? I, I don't the, know. The Brits talk different than, than, than Americans. And New Yakas. Yeah, the, okay. And if an American comes to London, they also have a different accent. And they like to drink coffee instead of tea. And they have their toast on two sides. Which Brits do as well, by the way. But so fucking what? Like, what is the... That's the, that's the most interesting thing you have to say? About your friend, Quentin <laughs> Chris, too. About like Quentin. See me walking down Fifth Avenue, a walking cane here at my side... I take it everywhere I walk. I'm an Englishman in New York. So he's walking down Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, you know, a fan- one of the yeah, fancier fancier place, places. Like, very touristy as well. Yeah. He's not in Harlem. No. You know, he's he's in the touristy. Yeah, district. he's in the sophisticated part. Yeah. yeah. A walking cane here at my side. Yeah, because you're old. Because you're in your fucking 70s. Yeah, I take it everywhere I walk because you need it. Yeah, because you Cause need you it. Because you're fucking old. You have a limp. Yeah, so you're also limping your way through New York. Yeah. It's is a horrible that, way to spend... Is it. that classy or something? I don't know. It's supposed to be classy, but it's not like all Brits. It's classier in London. It's classy in London, but even in London, people don't walk with fucking canes unless they need to. Yeah. A cane is not classy. A cane is not like classy at all. It's also it's in crushing. the fucking 80s. So what What are you trying to say? <laughs> so you, so either you, you use it because you need it, or you're just so pretentious that you walk with a cane to show those Americans how sophisticated you are. Oh, no, I drink tea, my dear. Ugh. Uh, like how fucking like how uh, what kind of life are you li- so you move all the way in your 70s yeah, just to uh, just, just to uh, be to be distinguished uh, by comparison uh, to does he have a monocle too <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like Mr. Peanut or something exactly like what a uh, stupid no. and, but that's it, it doesn't say anything interesting about British culture or American culture no, or no. any of you know the, the clash between the two of them it's just and a caricature of how Americans view Brits yeah. But that's also what he says about himself. So now. it's coming to light. Like, it's actually true. Here. Yeah. That is what he does. I, I guess so. But that's coming from a, from one Brit about another Brit. Mm. About his life. This is how he honors him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What so, did Quentin think about this song? I don't fucking know. It's terrible. Uh, all right, and then the chorus. Whoa, I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. Yeah, unlike some of those other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did you know I fell in love with an alien once? Yeah, yeah, you did. It was uh, per usual and was not uh, reciprocated. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm an Englishman in New York. Whoa, I'm an alien. I'm a, oh, he just said the same thing. I'm a legal alien. All right. Are you yeah. Once you become naturalized, are you still an alien? I think you're a legal alien if you have your, your green card. You're a legal resident. Oh. But then once you have your papers, your naturalization papers, which could take forever. I don't know how he even got them, because usually you need to get married or something, get it through marriage or your job. Uh, I mean, he's in his early 70s, so I don't know what he what he did to get them. But yeah. it, it's a lot of paperwork. And, and It takes a long time. Yeah, but uh, so fucking what? He's you're an alien. alien. Yeah, of course, you're alien. You're, you're, you're a foreigner in New York. Not that big of a deal. Most people in New York are fucking foreigners. <laughs> Just because they're not from a distinguished place like, like England doesn't mean that they're... England in 1987. And it's in 1987. <laughs> it's not that fucking, fucking oh, deep. It's no. not that interesting. Oh. People come from way more interesting places with much bigger culture shock. You can, at least you can speak your own native language. Yeah. I mean, you're part of the same fucking, fucking empire. I mean, I don't want to wow. delve too deep Spoiler into that. Alert. Spoiler alert. But of course, it's, <laughs> like if there's any country, maybe uh, other than Canada, that, that uh, you know, is similar it's, to it's, America, yeah. it's fucking England. Yeah. So uh, what is the point of this song? I don't know. Because you don't say anything interesting about, about anything. No. Where no. Sting doesn't say anything Sting interesting doesn't about paint his about friend him. in an interesting light. No. Yeah. But he's a writer, so you think that he would have written some more something more profound than this. Yeah, but and Sting, maybe Sting is also could have, like a writer. Yeah, but Sting could have used some of some of his work done maybe. No, no, no. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's see what else he has uh, to say about about yeah, being being English. An Englishman in New York. Mm-hmm. And so on. Um, if manners maketh man, as someone said, then he's the hero of the day. Uh, what? So your man, yeah, that's such a British. Yeah, no, it's about your manners. No, your manners actions. Make actions man. maketh man, not your fucking manners. Yeah. Like if you. You know, if you kill a couple, you know, tens of millions of, you know, Indians and Pakistanis and Chinese, mm. but you're wearing a top hat and smoking fine cigars while you're doing they it. They did it classy. You did it classy. Okay. Manners make it so he has, they he did has it manners. Politely. He has manners. They politely did it. Then he's the hero of the day. So uh. he's, he's very well mannered. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, then. Uh, <laughs> He's well-hatted. He's yeah, he's well-hatted. But as someone said, yeah, someone, some Brits said it probably. Yeah, of course. To justify their own their own position their in actions, society their and and actions. and their horrible actions. <laughs> and no, no, no. It's it's the manners that maketh man. Oh no. Uh. No, it's your fucking actions. And he's the hero of today. So yeah, he's well man. It's so fucking wet. What does he do? So he walks around with his cane and drinking tea. So as long as you have your pinky up when you drink tea, mm, that is the, the paragon of, of you know, humanity, I guess. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
Takes himself so seriously too, oh, as if he's saying something, so profound. something profound. I think everybody except for George Michael should stay away from a saxophone. That's true. That's true. Wait, current George Michael or, or old George Michael? Well, I guess both. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, takes more than combat gear to make a man. Takes more than a license for a gun. Confront your enemies. Avoid them when you can. A gentleman will walk but never run. Okay. Yeah, and then the, the manners maketh man thing. So it takes more than combat gear, like like a soldier. Oh, whoever said that? Okay. I've never heard anybody say that. No, but oh, wow. Men can only have, can, can be made A real with man is gear. wearing combat gear. Like What? It takes more also, than a license. Yeah. Yeah. Like a license for like a like a legal gun. It takes more than a license for a gun, but no, the gun itself. Like if anything, no one says, "Ooh, I got a license here, guys. I got a license, license for a gun." Uh, No, it's like the gun itself. But now we're talking about gun gun, guns. uh, Yeah, but then it confront your enemies, avoid them when you can. So don't confront them. Yeah, that's that's the opposite. Mutually exclusive. Confront your enemies, but then avoid avoid them when you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you confront them by only when you can by by avoiding them. No, you confront them only when you can't avoid them. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Because a gentleman will walk but never run. So you always try to take the easy way out, the path yeah. of least resistance. Well, you walk away. So okay, so it's now it's about masculinity, I guess, and uh, it takes more than comic guys. So the other guy is a man, like this Quentin is a real man because mm. he smiles when he suffers ignorance. He doesn't have a gun license. No, he doesn't have a gun he's, license because he's, he's not a U.S. citizen. Even though in some places you don't even need a license or anything else. Yeah. But also, no one ever said that the license is what makes you a man, and no, no one even said like the gun. Like, where does it even come from? Comes out of nowhere. No, and then confront your enemies, avoid them when you can. Who are your enemies? Who are the enemies? Like the people that are. Who are Quentin's enemies? How, how, how much harassment is he really facing as a 75 year old Brit? No one even knows who he is or that he's gay. And even if he were, if there's any place you can be, it's fucking New York. So. And then. Or San Francisco. And, and <laughs> like, how much of that did actually happen? It did, none of it. None happened. of it happened. We don't even know if Quentin Crisp is real. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, gentlemen will walk but never run. So, he, so if he's confronted by by his enemies, right, mm-hmm. he will walk away. Yeah, but he's not going to run away. Nah, but he still walk away. So he can still catch. So him. they catch him and they beat him up. But at least he's not going to run. He's not going to run. But he also can't run because he's in his seventies and he has a cane. He's limping away with a he's cane. He's limping away with a cane. So it's not about. A gentleman will still walk away. Yeah. But you don't. If you're walking away. You may as well run away, because the, the whole point of walking away is, is to to, get away. to avoid the enemy, right? Avoid the confrontation. Yeah, so you already swallowed your pride, okay, I'm walking away now. Yeah. And at that point, just fucking run away, so you have a better chance of actually of getting away. It, You've your already escape, made yeah. your, th- that, that's your choice. Yeah. No, 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 you just walk away, so you increase the chance of, getting of them catching up, and then you're still going to get beat up. Yeah. But that's what that's what a gentleman does, I guess. <laughs> uh, what, what a stupid, what a stupid fucking song this is! It's like, impolite to run. It's, it's impolite. It's manners. It's manners. He's putting the man. He's putting the man in manners. He's putting the man in manners. But why also? Why is it so important to be a man? Is that like a little uh, Ooh, hetero, literal heteronormative, a little gender normative here? Ooh. Maybe he doesn't like. Why would would that why be a desirable so thing? Why? Yeah. Know. Like, 
I'm thinking, I, I notice some toxic masculinity over there, here. It seems to be have some maybe, toxic maybe masculinity the, vibes. Maybe the patriarchy is even Ooh, patriarchal, patriarchal forces undertone. At work uh, forces at work. <laughs> uh, well, um, that wow. was that was sting. It kind of stung. Stings a little bit. It yeah. stung to have to listen to it. it I, I, I honestly thought this was was a good song. Wow, until until now, not very recently. When we started looking into like the police and stuff, I kind of came around. Mm. But um, yeah, not we don't learn anything about New York or Englishmen oh, or Quentin. or Quentin or anything else. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird song. Why did he sing this? <laughs> but song? people actually think this is like a profound, profound song. Yeah. yeah, it isn't though. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. That was uh, Sting. That was Sting. We will uh, be back at some point with some other songs by Sting or other people. Or by other other artists altogether. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Two guys, one phone.